Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. This is Eric Reanimator. I am back with yet another Love That Album Compilation Edition. These are the mini-episodes that I do once a month where I talk about compilation records, singles, collections, box sets, all that stuff I said in the intro. This time around, I'm going to be talking about the three albums put out by Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs under the covers volumes 1 through 3. To my understanding, the pair met while working on music for Austin's Powers and kind of struck up a friendship and decided they were going to do a couple albums of covers from the 60s together to kind of evoke that vibe of that era with Austin Powers they were playing around with. And so they 
grabbed some tunes and picked some stuff that wasn't necessarily the most mainstream. Probably the most well-known song on here is, I'm going to say Monday Monday or The Kids Are Alright. The rest of them range from obscurities like what we're listening to now, uh, I See the Rain, which was originally by The Marmalade, which you can find on the Nuggets box set, to uh, Neil Young, uh, some Love, uh, Velvet Underground, some other stuff. So let's uh, check out some more of the tunes. selections they made for this album are really solid. They tend more towards what would become power pop and psych, which are the sounds that both of them independently became known for. Uh, Matthew Sweet obviously was kind of the power pop torchbearer of the 1990s, and despite their big glossy commercial success, Susanna Hoff's band The Bengals actually were part of the 77 punk scene in L.A., and they definitely played more in the 60s sunshine pop garage rock sound. If you go back to especially their early records, you're going to hear much more grit, much more psych, and much more of a punk vibe than you would get with their mega 80s hits. 
and truly while the Bengals are a great band with great musicians the real standout has always been Hoff's and her voice which they wisely used to sell the big pop songs and pop ballads that made them famous so volume one is actually a really great record and they don't necessarily challenge the listener too much but at the same time there's songs on here that people are gonna hear that they're gonna kind of remember from something not songs that necessarily get played on the radio or got played on MTV but that you know show up in the background of movies or something but hopefully the listeners that pick this up hopefully the fans of the Bengals and the fans of Matthew Sweet would go back and check out some of these original recordings of the songs I know maybe it's just me but that was always my thing is that once I learned that somebody was referencing something else whether it was a book or a movie or another record I wanted to go back and hear those things the cover of the marmalade that I opened with is maybe my favorite on this record but I would be remiss if I didn't play the song that is probably my favorite of these songs at least in its original incarnation and also is covered by the damned and that would be alone again or originally by love so let's listen to a little bit of that, and I'll come back to the other side, and we'll move on to the 1970s in Volume 2. So let me deal right up front here with something about the 1970s and this collection of music, not just volume two, but all of these volumes. More so than I would have thought when I started to think about putting this episode together, this is really the roadmap of the boomers and their musical taste. You go from the sunshine pop and the dreams and the, the teenage angst of the 1960s until the 
20-something malaise of the 1970s, and then we're going to get to the go-go years of the 1980s. Now, pretty clearly, I believe that uh, Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet are Gen Xers. They might be towards the top of that generation, but definitely are part of the Gen X generation. And as we go forward, and we'll talk about this once we get to the 80s, the idea that Susanna Hoffs was a major musical artist in the 1980s and hearing her play other people's music from that day it's going to be interesting but for right now we're talking about the 1970s which is volume two as i scramble to grab my copy as it fell over what's interesting about this is you get some singer songwriter stuff you get some early 70s hits you get some songs that are more uh, forgotten you get some that are definitely remembered and well known and honestly of the three this is probably my least favorite maybe because it's so oriented towards acts that I have just no time for bands that have been so overplayed and so over mythologized that I I just can't you know um, Rod Stewart sorry not my thing um Fleetwood Mac. I don't ever need to hear them again. And I won't even go into former Beatles or, you know, the Grateful Dead. That's just, no. There are some tracks on here that I think are excellent and that I do like. And that my own issues don't get in the way of enjoying. Oh, and as I'm looking on Wikipedia, apparently there's a deluxe edition that contains a bunch of punk covers. I'm going to have to go track that down. Oh, wow, they do a Graham Parsons. Anyways, talking about the regular issue of the album, which is the one I have. You know, we get some Todd Rundgren, some Mata Hoople, and some Tom Petty, which uh, we'll be talking about Tom again soon. However, you know, it's just another part of the puzzle, and it's great to to hear them uh, take on some of these songs now. Seeing that there was another disc of covers that are more oriented towards punk, I kind of wish that had been the majority of this disc, but we'll have to check that out and see. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble, so let's uh, move this along and head on to the 80s. But first, here's a little more of what's on this disc. Saying we're juvenile delinquent wrecks Oh man 
into the 1980s, we get into the era of new wave, the gated drum, the 60s pop song sellout, the uh, all of that stuff, the failure of punk to catch on as a major genre, at least in the mainstream, that would take another decade. We're not going to get there, unfortunately, with not with this series of records at least. Once again, the selections of tracks covered on this album run the gambit from one-hit wonders to underground classics to songs that people know, but they all suit the duo. Starting off here, we had Dave Edmonds and Girls Talk. Let's check out how well they fare with something like the English Beats, Save It For Later. Two dozen other dirty lovers Must be a sucker for it Cry, cry, but I don't need my mother Just hold my hand when I come Do a decision on it Sooner or later Your legs give way and hit the ground Save it for later I do think it's interesting the way some of these songs are transformed. I've never heard uh, the English beat sounding so much like Queen with that Save It For Later cover. And The Killing Moon, which typically I think of as being kind of new wavy goth kind of stuff, or at least Echo and the Bunnymen always seem to be more of a band that goths listen to than new wave people. I don't know, it's a little more something. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe a little bit of alt country, maybe a little bit of southern alternative, something something in that uh, Paisley Underground kind of feel, which shouldn't be shocking because, once again, the Bengals were, you know, adjacent to that scene. All right, it's time to wrap it up for this month. Uh, I did a little research. There is a set out there that's called the Completely Under the Covers, which has all three of these albums on one set with a fourth disc that has the extra 70s covers which are mostly the punk ones which i'm gonna have to track down a copy of now does not appear that we're ever going to get a 90s one uh that would have been really interesting to hear i would have liked to have seen this duo take on i don't know jellyfish nirvana um alanis morissette liz fair i don't know what something something kind of poppy and edgy 
you know, to see what they would do. Uh, definitely Matthew Sweet, should, of all people, should know what was going on in that era. But alas, what we've got is three good records, and they're all worth checking out. So I'm going to play one of the cheeky covers on here, which is a Go-Go's cover, because of course you have to have the lead singer of the Bengals uh, covering the Go-Go's. And then we're going to leave with some Tom Petty. Rip, you know, rest in peace, Mr. Petty. And until next month, uh, you know, December 2017, we'll, we'll see if I do an episode uh, with the holidays and everything. I might take that month off. But we will update you as to that. And until next time, I uh, hope everyone's enjoying the main episodes of Love That Album and these uh, mini episodes. And we'll catch you all next time. Later. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, 
the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.